0: On tonight's episode of Living Off the Land, it's just Jordan and I this week, and we get everything started talking about a new brewery that we went to this past week. We give our review and talk about the things that we liked about said brewery. You'll have to listen to find out. Um, After that, Jordan goes through the catch up, a couple of uh, local stories, including the mayoral election. Uh, We talk about that for a couple minutes. After that, we get into some sports topics. We're talking uh, officiating in the NFL. We are talking the Browns' tumultuous uh, week that was from last week, ending in a great win in Cincinnati, uh, as well as the great news of uh, re-signing Wyatt Teller uh, today. And then we also get into uh, Nick Chubb and Demetric Felton testing uh, testing positive for COVID. Um. We get into some NBA talk. We're talking about the Cavs. Uh, we talked about uh, Nikola Jokic and Marquise Morris getting into a shoving match last night, and we end it talking about the start to the season for my Cavs and Jordan's Rockets as we move forward in the NBA season. But before all that, we get everything started with the beer of the week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land the all things cleveland podcast with your hosts ryan jordan and dan follow us on social media at the lotl podcast Everyone, I have no nails. <laughs>
1: Dan apparently oh. just cut his nails. Speaking of nails, I need to cut my nails. Uh, I'm kind of gross. You ever out. do
0: that when you try to open a can of like beer, pop, or whatever, and your nails are so short that you can't like yeah, you grab just, it, and then, then it feels like, like you're digging under yeah. your. And then you, then you, one of the then it
1: hurts for like thirty minutes. Yeah, roughly. that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs>
0: shaking my hand, shake it off.
1: <laughs> well, anyhow, uh, uh, as we, you've already heard, we are living off the land. It's uh, me and Dan tonight. Um no guests. You just have us. So no guests. Buckle up, folks. Just
0: us. But Ryan, Ryan's team keeps winning in the playoffs, so he still continues to not be here. So yeah.
1: Yeah, but, but. Shout
0: out to Ryan there playing uh, Walsh Jesuit this week. I don't know where yet, so I'm not yeah. sure if I'm going to be able to make it uh, or not. But it's, I know it's on Friday night. So
1: Keep me posted. I haven't been to a game yet. Yeah. That would be a Friday,
0: Friday at Friday, 7, I, I believe. We just don't know where it as is. As long as it's
1: not like in Painesville or
0: something. No, he said it's going to be somewhere in between Cleveland and Cuyahoga uh, Falls. Okay. Just Because Benedictine's you know. Cleveland. Yeah. Walsh is Cuyahoga exactly. Falls. So they're going to so do it so like somewhere in between. between. So he mentioned like. Maybe Parma. Sullen. Oh, Sullen. Parma yeah. would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, that'd be good. And that's be a good huge stadium there. where they have a lot <laughs> right. of playoff games. But
1: Yeah. Well, um,. That being said, uh, good luck to Ryan's uh, Benedictine Tiger. The Benny Bengals. Or Bengals, sorry. Benny Bengals. Wow, what an awesome season for them. Yeah, yeah, so anyhow, uh, we are doing Beer of the Week right now. I got a pretty cool beer. At least there's some inside jokes with this beer. And there's also, uh, (laughs) it's relevant now. So uh, a while ago, I brought BrewDog on the show for the first time. I can't remember. Maybe Elvis Juice or something. I can't remember which one. So at the time I didn't realize it was actually from Scotland because I know they brew in Columbus, so I assumed it was Columbus based. Anyways, it was a, it's a running joke. Jimmy did the same thing, whatever. So now I can kind of technically say this is a local beer because we are getting our very own brew dog Cleveland. Hey. And it's in the flats, kind of in that near Merlin's Wharf or whatever it's called. Kind of uh, that, Mar- that area. Marwins Wharf. Marwins. Merwin's Wharf. Merwins,
0: something. yeah. Something, I don't know.
1: Some wizard-sounding name. Um. Anyhow, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so, I'm looking at their website and their local Instagram, and they're saying fall 2021. I haven't seen any updates since. They're so I'm, late. I'm assuming that, I mean, what, fall goes until, what, December? I know. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. So, four days ago, they posted
0: <sighs> full-on advertising for the job, for job. Huh? I think once you get past Thanksgiving, it's winter. Yeah, for me. Know, I, I know that, technically it's, it's like what, like December twenty first. No, I or agree. I agree with that. 100%. Like, it's, yeah, as soon as soon as you're done eating turkey, it's... then it's winter. Yeah, yeah, it's winter. It's Christmas.
1: Four days ago they posted that they're hiring tons of things. So I'm assuming like, probably within a month they'll be opening. Uh, yeah, it looks beautiful location. Go on Brewdog Cleveland on Instagram and go look at that brewery. They have man, they have put together a beautiful looking brewery. So, yeah. Uh it's gonna be full service as well for food as um so that being said, we are drinking their hoppy Christmas IPA. Uh so it's not a traditional Christmas sale. Oh, that looks really cool. It's definitely an IPA with Christmassy vibes. Uh mm-hmm. I'll say on first taste I didn't really taste too much Christmassy things, at least not in the way I'm traditionally. Oh no, not really.
0: It's let me, Let me read the
1: description, and okay. this might answer that confusion okay. I think I'm sensing. Buckle up for this season's Simcoe Sleigh Ride. Seasonal Simcoe Sleigh Ride. A fruity, festive fellow that delivers an all-out blitzin' of citrus flavor by the sackload. This is the interesting words they're using. Citrus and tropical fruits on the red nose. Tangy citrus, papaya, and pineapple dancer across the palate. Mm. All resting on a firm malty undercarriage. A happy but bitter end awaits.
0: Um I taste you, the pineapple.
1: Pineapple for sure. There's citrus. Which doesn't I,
0: it which doesn't equate to Christmas at all. No, I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, there's but definitely
1: I, citrus, papaya, man, I can't remember the last time I've had a papaya. I couldn't even tell you what that yeah. tastes like,
0: so. Like anytime time I hear like <laughs> citrus, I immediately think like uh like uh lime, lemon, and orange. Right. But it doesn't this have any of more those. grapefruit. I would but, say more of a grapefruit. Yeah, a little grapefruit. I, I I get a lot of pineapple on this. Pineapple for sure. <laughs> um, and maybe papaya but like you said i don't i don't remember what that tastes like um haven't been to mexico in a while yeah right at, ever um yeah it's good i, I mean, I, yeah, i don't, don't yeah i don't know that it's christmasy at all it's not real piney i would say it's it's well it's definitely more west coasty if an ipa but it's, it, yeah yeah but it's not overly piney uh, i'll tell it's you not what. like uh what's the one what's the one that i said uh headhunter no, it's it's a Christmas pine one. Pine Saw. Ta- yeah, yeah. I said Pine salt, but... <laughs> I don't remember. I, was I don't it remember. Mastheads? Uh, uh, I know Platform. Slay All Day? day. Slay All Day, yeah. It's yeah. probably that one. Yeah, it tastes like you're drinking pine needles. <laughs> yeah, that's an intense, intense beer. But that's not this. Um, this is
1: actually more, way more mild than I, I thought feel like, it I yeah.
0: feel like you could put a uh, name-it-something summery and put a summer label on it. And it would fit it more. I was gonna say before
1: before you said that, I was gonna say if you if this was called just just pick a random name IPA, yeah. I would never have guessed this is a seasonal yeah. IPA. This just tastes
0: like a random citrusy IPA West Coasty yeah. IPA. And it's good. It's yeah. I'm not
1: saying it tastes bad. It just does not remind me of Christmas at yeah. all.
0: I, I, I don't know if I would call it like they have on the can they, they say it's a Christmas IPA. I first of all I don't know what that means. And second of all, yeah, I, this does not taste like Christmas at all. No. Like, like I'm not saying it has to taste like a Christmas ale. No. But it has well, to have, like, like there's no, like, there's no Christmassy notes
1: in this at all. If you're going to brand it as a Christmas thing, I just expect a little more, you know? Like, at least a little more of that vibe. I'm yeah. not even saying I need that. I'm just, yeah. that's what I'm expecting. Yeah. Uh, it runs at 6%. Um, so, pretty say, That
0: strong, all to, say, not that not that all to say, I really, really, I actually really, really like this. Uh, as well. Um, yeah. It's just, I think it's branded incorrectly mm-hmm. um and maybe it's just because they scheduled to make it during the christmas season they decided to call it their christmas ipa which is yeah. fine
1: yeah i mean it could honestly just be that it's been a tradition to make this specific beer around the holiday season i don't know but <coughs> yeah it's got a pretty can it almost looks like gift wrap or, yeah. or christmas wrap christmas or wrapping yep called. Yeah. hoppy
0: christmas huh yeah. i get it
1: golden letters on red mm-hmm. on a red with
0: in the background there's like snowflakes. It looks nice. I love the name BrewDog. dog. Yes. Yes. Batteries not included. I'm not Yeah, I'm not really following I'm guessing them. they're saying that this is like a toy that you get on Christmas. Oh yeah, I think that's probably Maybe. that's don't probably ba- what i I mean I'm for. I'm hoping batteries are not included. Probably I don't want to drink they're... battery acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll but see I do if really we like...
1: survive, you know, then Yeah. we'll
0: know there wasn't battery acid. I do really like this though. <laughs> uh um, I, just, I just think the marketing's a little bit off.
1: Agreed. Random fact I'm gonna throw in here. I didn't know, but they have a whole bunch of non alcoholic beer. I didn't know that. And it's like this really? Juice
0: non alcoholic. Yeah. Huh. They have like they yes. have like uh um like gluten free stuff too and all uh, that.
1: I'm not seeing gluten free. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they have ciders, <laughs> which I didn't know that either. They have ciders, so are those, are ciders gluten free? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think. Well there you go. Oh god, I hope I I'm oh, I'm, no, right I'm almost 99% sure there's there's gluten free. Yeah. Uh but yeah, none not, not not needless to say it's a pretty good beer and I'm I'm very very excited for the new brew pub, so Yeah. Looks, uh, we also cool. I I drove past um it looks really cool. Schnitzel House Brewery or whatever ah, that's called. Yeah. Dude that place looks amazing. Yeah. It was packed. It was completely it's, packed. Oh, it's open? I, there is people everywhere. Oh. I don't know if there's a private
0: event or if it's open uh. already, but yeah. Uh it's called Schnitzhaus House Brewery, I think. That right across. It's the owned street by Das Schnitzel it. House. Yeah. But I think it's Schnitzhaus House Brewery. Yeah, yeah it looks, looks cool. Looks great.
1: Uh, anyhow, so let's. Uh, I'll start since I brought it. Uh, I like it a lot, like you said. I'm kind of pleasantly surprised how good it was. It's pretty mild too. Um, I would buy this again. In fact,
0: I kind of want to buy it <laughs> again this weekend. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I like. I want to buy this and then like keep it for like the summer. Yeah, right? Happy <laughs> yeah, Christmas in July. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, see, that would be funny branding if they yeah. did that. Like, yeah. made a
1: Christmas in July beer, and it's just summery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would buy this again, like I said. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid... I'm going to give it a 7.2. 7.2. Okay. I'm oddly impressed by how good this beer is. It's very drinkable. Mm-hmm. And at 6%, you don't even have to worry too much about it. Like, yeah. 6% is pretty reasonable.
0: Yes, it's 6% you know. pretty mild. I yeah. mean, it's still definitely... Uh, more I mean, it's more than, than like a Bud Light, but well, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, uh, it's like in between. It, it's <clears> almost <throat> like a, it's a little bit more than like a session IPA. Correct. It actually kind of tastes like a session IPA almost. Correct. Um, um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna go. Let's see. I'm just trying to recap some of the scores I've given recently. Uh, oh yeah, I need to make sure I take take. A, Okay, I think I'm gonna give it. You said seven point two. Seven point two. I'm right around there. Um, I'm gonna say seven three. Okay. I do like this. Yeah. Um, a lot, and uh, it's not quite. I don't know because it's kind of it's. Own, I, I I I'm not. I'm not really gonna compare this to like a Christmas sale because it's not. Yeah, it's, it's it's not a Christmas sale. I'm just
1: viewing this as an IPA.
0: Yeah, that's how I'm looking. Yeah, at Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seven three. Yeah. Yeah, I like this a lot. I would buy it again. I think it'd be kind of cool to buy it and then keep it in the fridge until uh, like summertime (laughs) and bring it out and have like people ask me, why are you drinking a Christmas ale? Well, if you try it, you'll notice that it's not a Christmas ale. Yeah. It's a, they call it a Christmas IPA, but it actually kind of tastes like summer. Yeah. No, it does. It really does. Um,
1: Yeah. So there's your beer of the week. I guess it's yeah. the holiday season flair. I don't, uh, again, it's really just an IPA in my opinion and Dan's opinion as well. But yeah, so follow brew dog Cleveland. Um, uh, I know some people are weird about brew dog cause they're so big. I don't care. I, I've made it very clear yeah. that that's not the type of craft beer guy I am. I really don't care. Do you make good beer? Do you have good food? Do you have a good experience at your brewery? I'll go there. You know, um, so they will be opening soon. Follow them. I can't wait. I really can't. The place looks so beautiful. Look it up. So, yeah, that's uh, Beer of the Week, folks. Um, until next week, give it a shot. Give it a shot. It's good. Mm-hmm. Again, happy Christmas by BrewDog. I Hoppy got this Christmas. at.
0: Remember, battery's not included.
1: Yeah, right. I got this at Max. So mm. I don't know how readily available this is. Come to Max has everything. But since BrewDog's now in Cleveland, I'm assuming they're going to be available everywhere. Yep. And I've been seeing them pretty much everywhere. Yeah. So speaking of breweries uh, me and Dan have now been to a brand new brewery in the city hey one that we have been highly anticipating for well over a year and stupid pandemic quick quick way to you know quick two cents I think we both really like it we mm-hmm. are talking about immigrant Sun brewery in Lakewood um, yeah so Dan do you want to start or do you want me to start uh, <clears throat> I can start. Okay, yeah. Give you two cents. So yeah,
0: because I was just there on Saturday.
1: What beers did you get and food and all that? Which, by the way, I'm going to say it real quick before Dan starts. This is located at one eight one two zero Sloan Avenue in Lakewood. It's where the old right Constantin- off of Detroit. Yeah, right off of Detroit. It's where the old Constantino's market used to be, and it's kind of behind the West Side Lakewood bars, like around the corner, Riverwood, West West End, and all that. So it's kind of that little
0: area it's tucked behind away. that. So. Which I actually kind of like. Um, agreed. Agreed. I like that it's in kind of its own spot. Um, it wasn't a traditional brewery experience for me. Honestly, this was more like a restaurant um, okay. for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we went there and ate, so that you know helps that. But hmm. um, you know, we were sat at a table, which you can get sat at tables at breweries too but
1: same experience for me
0: by the way yeah so we we had our own server which is which you don't always get at breweries Um, especially nowadays yeah a lot of times a lot of times you just go to the bar order whatever um i thought the atmosphere was really cool i liked i liked that they uh kept the sliding doors in the front to get in yeah it uh (laughs) it kind of still felt like a uh grocery market oh yeah in that respect um Honestly, I expected it to be a little bit bigger.
1: Same, not same. that it's small. I am assuming that since they do, they have like a party room or something. I, I don't know because me and me and uh, uh, Rachel Teresa's friend were saying that we were like, why does this place just not seem as big as I was expecting? Yeah, especially if you had been. well, I had never been there before, but they had been. Rachel has <sighs> been there before, and it's definitely big. Yeah. So I am assuming either they really put in a nice kitchen. Or there's some party room or something that you know.
0: yeah. Well, they definitely emphasize their food. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, they have an interesting menu. Uh, it's, they have a very interesting. It's menu. It's Hungarian based. Mm-hmm. The the brewery. Um, Correct. And Is a, a lot of their a lot of their foods are Hungarian based. Mm-hmm. Like they have paprikash. They have a lot of other Hungarian. something
1: called long.
0: It's like fried. Something dough. called longos, yeah, which I've like, never heard of. In it's my like life. yeah, it's like fried dough. Um, yeah.
1: Did you get food? Yeah. All right. So yeah, we did before get we get to beer, what food did you get?
0: So I got the smash burger.
1: Oh, same. Yeah, I got the same. Although before I didn't necessarily think of it as a smash burger. No. Because when I think of a smash burger, I think of like the crispy edges, really thin, or like yeah. double, like a double. This was a really <laughs> good burger, in my opinion. Yeah. I just I didn't agree. think of it as a smash burger. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it sounds like we're on the same page. Um.
0: Yeah. So I got that. Uh, I'm trying to think of whatever. Uh, we also got. The like their version of a corn dog. I can't remember what it was what it was called, but it was like the wrapped uh wagyu dog or something. Wagyu dog or something. Um uh Bon me Nice. Uh and then another one I think the Hungarian burger. Which had those okay. longos as like the bun. Oh which okay. was interesting. I did not try it, but
1: Okay. Okay. Um so for us, so Teresa got the croque. I I don't know how to pronounce this. The croquet monsieur, monsieur. Sure, it's a it's a ham sandwich, but got it's it. like smoked, thick cut pieces of ham. It's not like slices of thin ham. Yeah, it was delicious. It was very good. Which I um, wouldn't have liked. That's fair. I mean, it's yeah. kind of a weird thing to get, but I'm not gonna lie. I was blown away how good it was. Yeah, I did not.
0: Expect Almost like it was me. a ham steak.
1: Yeah, it was like it was like yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly, it. but like a real smoky flavor. Yeah, like a really smoky yeah. flavor.
0: Yeah, they definitely take their food seriously, mm-hmm. um, which I appreciate because one of my, one of my, bit, it's not even a pet peeve because I understand why uh, they do this. They don't. Some breweries don't have food because it's expensive, mm-hmm. um, but for them to care about the food that much and put that much oh, effort yeah. in it. Um, oh yeah, I definitely liked it. Uh, the beer I got the uh Perseverance IPA, which was the collab that they did with Zij- with Cavs Legends Zajornus Ogowskis. Uh that was a dank citrusy IPA. I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Um it reminded me a lot of um Hop Juju. Yeah. A little bit. I could see that. Yeah. Um but it was I, I enjoyed it. It was really good. Uh I was I was with Ryan. Um Ryan got the coffee porter.
1: Oh, and yeah, I think, they, they I think had, he, like, a good amount of dark beers, I know. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think he enjoyed that. Um, and then uh, uh, we were also with Jen and Lauren, and they both got, like, ciders or, you know, foo-foo fruity drinks. Or whatever. Right, but, yeah. Um, I thought the beer was great. I mm-hmm. liked it. I only got that beer, um, but just because we had gotten beer uh, at another place before, because... We originally got there and it was an hour and a half wait for a table. Yeah. So. Ways. Did you go to Sloan's Pub? No, we oh. went to uh, SideQuest. We, oh, I know where
1: that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went to Sloan's Pub. And God, <laughs> I've never. That was the tiniest bar I think I've ever <laughs> been to in my life. It was fun. But it's smaller
0: just, than Johnny's Little Bar?
1: Yeah, it wow. is. It's smaller than that. Wow. Because Johnny's Little Bar has like a two layers kind yeah. of the front and then they also have an upper level. Right. This was just literally one strip. Hmm. Like it was just a. Oh, the bar yeah and then in the back they had a corner where they had like a couple games
0: got it you know but um oh uh, yeah I, I i really enjoy it I, the number one thing that the first thing that grabbed me um i think their logo is spectacular oh it's beautiful love their logo it's so well made um, So well done i like the location a lot i think it's gonna be fun in the summer they have mm-hmm. some garage doors that they built yep um to kind of open up i think that we got sat in kind of the side room area the dining area was totally full yeah, um, but I think that could be a really cool place for them to have like, uh, like not full band, but like a dude in the guitar, yep. a couple dudes yep. guitar, just playing live music in the summer, even in the winter when the garage doors yep. are closed. But I think it's really cool. I like the fact that it's tucked away. It's not on the normal, typical Lakewood Strip, um, correct? Of bars. Uh, but yeah, I really I, enjoyed
1: it. I. I pretty much am gonna echo what you said. I mean, I got the I got their ISB IPA, their 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 uh, am okay. uh, flagship IPA. Gonna be real honest, that, I, so
0: so that did not impress me that much. No, I was originally gonna get that until I until I realized they had a Zidrunus ogalskis collab, and I, could, right. I after that. After I knew that, I couldn't get anything else. So
1: that one, but, I like the Zidruna the Zidrunus IPA,
0: yeah, or whatever it's called.
1: I like that one a lot. Yeah didn't really I'm not a huge fan I can see it getting better I, I, I just it wasn't bad it just it wasn't impressive to me however I got the um the one thing
0: that I did notice about it was it and I don't know the correct term for this for beer I know for like uh for like pop yeah uh the term is like flat.
1: Mm, mm, mm. It
0: wasn't very like I don't know carbonated is the word I don't know like
1: that was the problem I had with the ISB IPA too it was very yeah, flat yeah which I don't know, again I don't know if that's just they need a
0: tweak or, or yeah. whatever
1: but I also got the
0: so I so I almost <coughs> so I almost got the ISB uh, IPA as well and when yeah. I first said it out loud to our table I said IBS IPA <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> I can see that
1: but yeah I also got the apricot uh, oh boy wheat I think. No. I got the saison, 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 whichever the saison was. Saison, saison. I don't know. I, don't I got know that. Understand. Absolutely delicious. Yeah, that was incredible. I'm a big saison uh, yeah. fan. That oh, that had Cezanne. just enough spice, mm-hmm. just enough like smooth or whatever you want to. And then Teresa got an apricot wheat, and that was I tasted. I didn't mm-hmm. order. I I tasted. It was incredible. Yeah. So like they have great beer. I just I was a little disappointed in the IPA, but that's about it. I mean the food was phenomenal. I loved it. I'm looking. They have a brunch menu. Uh, I oh, guess Saturday and Sunday, starting at ten. Interesting. And it's it's pretty much the, the typical brunchy things, right? Yeah. I would say the the specialty things that they are going to offer. They have some lamb dish. Never heard of it. A lamb shakshuka.
0: Probably some more Hungarian. Or yeah, Eastern, something like that. Eastern European. They type have an stuff. immigrant
1: son brunch burger, which has egg and all that kind of things on it. <laughs> they have that same ham sandwich for are brunch. Are you an egg on burger guy? uh only for brunch not for like dinner really like if, if, if i'm getting a burger for dinner or even lunch mm. like on a regular day not, not a saturday sunday i don't want an egg on it but if it's brunch absolutely
0: throw an egg on there i, I like am. yeah i like the uh, anytime i could eat really? an egg on a burger yeah. anytime yeah
1: i do i do like eggs on burger yeah yeah but more for brunch for me but and then they have like a traditional breakfast you know eggs bacon sourdough toast blah 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 Avocado um, toast. I do have an avocado toast. Is That's, it nineteen dollars? Thirteen dollars, which is <laughs> which is thirteen dollars too much. <laughs> but you know. You can add an egg, so it could be fifteen dollars. Hey.
0: <laughs> make it an egg sandwich. Avocado
1: toast with an egg is very good. My issue with it is avocados and egg and toast are kinda cheap things, and I don't know why they're always so expensive. Yeah. But, I mean, I know why, because yeah. it's popular. People yeah. want it. But anyways, uh, I think what we're saying, Dan, is that we really like Immigrant Sun Brewery, yeah. and we're going to be back, is what I think is what we're saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I were to give this a ranking, I would rate this in the eights, for sure. Um, Absolutely. Food was great. Service was great. Um, beer was good. Uh, ambiance was good. Absolutely, the the It just looks so nice inside, too. Yeah, they're know? playing some good jams during the game <clears throat> nice it could use and i i get it if they don't want this because it kind of turns the place into like more of like a sports bar vibe they could use maybe a little more tvs
1: yeah they really only had tvs like especially Around if there the was bar correct? yes
0: yeah. and then there was two in the side room where we sat but they weren't like big they were like smaller mm-hmm. but that's probably what they're going for they don't want to be like a sports bar
1: Yeah. A lot of breweries I've noticed are trying to kind of shy away from just being like a sports centric kind of a vibe. That's fine. I get that. It's a different experience. But uh, one of the people I work with at my current job is friends with, well, is acquaintances with the owner, Andrew Mm. Revy. And I know Revy's a big soccer fan. So there's rumors, rumors. So don't take this as the truth, but there's rumors that it might become more of a soccer focused bar at times. Ooh. So, that's cool. Again, it's a rumor. I'm looking I, to I start I'm looking to start the sure,
0: AC Milan Cleveland chapter. Hey. I'm looking for a
1: looking for a home. I wonder who he supports actually now that I think about it. If uh, we go and we see him, uh he was there. Yeah, uh, you'd we were ha- there. yeah, you would have to point him out. I'm no just going like. I'm next time yeah. I go and he's there, I'm just What gonna if ask he says him. Arsenal? Wow, well, that's disappointing. <laughs> and I'll be like there's already an Arsenal bar. You have to do this. You don't have to yeah. do this, man.
0: Yeah. Watch Italian football.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, on. so Immigrant Son, good spot. Check it out. Highly recommend it. Um, yeah. All right. So we're technically in the catch-up right now. Uh, <laughs> we're getting caught up. So, <laughs> so We did. We got you guys caught up on our, yeah. on our week last week, visiting a new brewery. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, two more things. First, second one is uh, I'm sure most people in the city know we have a new mayor um mm. i'm not making any comments about his politics. i don't that's not the point of this but like yeah. justin bibb yeah, was elected new mayor first time we've had a we've had a new mayor for 16 years yeah that's kind of crazy i feel like right like that's a long time and i know a lot of people have strong opinions on he's Frank like my Harrison. age too <laughs> yeah oh yeah he's uh 34 years old yeah 33 he's actually 34. the second youngest mayor in history though yeah I not think, the youngest uh
0: was it kucinich i don't remember maybe but
1: i don't remember um, I, I didn't read that
0: But yeah, I uh, I tweeted about it I said, you know, his politics don't really align with mine But for a city mayor I really don't, like, care that much about that um, I think at this point Cleveland needs something Bro, different. just fix the Westside we market
1: We need something
0: different you That's know? why I tweeted, I'm yeah. like, just fix the Westside market He seems so, like a good dude, he yeah. seems young he, Well, he, not seems young, he is young He's energetic, he's passionate about the city Yeah Um. You know, whether your politics align with his Really, I mean, to be honest with you I don't live in Cleveland, so it right. really doesn't matter. You Didn't to even me. get to vote. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, to, for me, for me, and this is just selfishly because I love this place. His first order, but, and, and I know there's probably more pressing needs than fixing the West Side Market, right, right. but <laughs> fix the West Side Market. Yeah, because it's obvious yeah. that the city has just stopped caring about it. Yeah. So,
1: uh, so real quick, I'll just say his top priorities, and we'll see how they work out. We know how politics are, but uh, it says repurpose Burke Front Airport uh more revamping cleveland schools police reform including a new police chief so these are all good things these are all good things that need to happen and and i hope he can do them i hope he can be successful yeah um and yeah i agree with dan the west side market thing that is a treasure (laughs) in the city and needs to be addressed it has to be fixed has to be and i'm sure as someone young you know someone younger like himself I'm sure he's well aware. Of yeah, I'm sure spent. I'm sure he spent, I mean, sure he spent not, a lot of time there. <laughs> That's not, as if older people don't go <laughs> to the West Side. Older market. people don't know about <laughs> the market. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Whatever. Uh, what I mean is, I'm sure yeah. he's well aware about that, and I'm sure yeah. he's going to do. And something.
0: And I've seen, cool. I've seen interviews uh, that he's done where they've flat out asked him about it, and he yeah. said it's one of his biggest priorities. But good, good. But Hopefully. it needs to be, um, Hopefully. Yep. because it's sad the state that the market's in right now. Because it it, is. it's legitimately when it's when it's full throttle and it's going, it's it's one of the best markets in the country yeah um is. so to see it in the sad state that it's in is it's is, not good it's sad so not fun yeah so congratulations uh mayor elect bibb um good luck and yeah go clean yeah. i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah again regardless of your politics you, we want him to be successful of course. because
0: i mean i'll be honest i
1: actually do like his politics for the most part but like even if you don't you hope people better hope he's successful because your city depends on this, you know? So, yeah. So, uh, best of luck to him. Best of luck to the future. Hopefully we can address these problems in Cleveland that need to be addressed. So last bit of the catch up is more funny and silly, but (laughs) magic One Hundred Five Point Seven is already playing only Christmas music. Oh God. Like, what do we think of this? I know we've, I think they do that. I think they do this every year. We've had this discussion a thousand times and it's kind of just a goofy topic to bring up, but, I don't necessarily have a problem with it, and I'm sure it's more tied to the fact that they're trying to get, you know, people are shopping already probably. Yeah, listening and stuff to like
0: exclusively that. Christmas like 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 for people who say like all right, Halloween's over, I'm only listening to Christmas music for the next 2 months. That's that's over the line.
1: It's weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for the people who say, "Man, you're not allowed to listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving." That's right. also over the line. Right. I, it's one of the most arbitrary things that I've ever heard is the people that say you have to wait till Thanksgiving. There's no such thing as Thanksgiving music. So, you know. Yeah. Why does it have to be for Thanksgiving? One of uh, some there there's big uh, traditions that that families that get together listen to Christmas music while they're celebrating Thanksgiving. Right. But anyway, like so, for
1: us growing up, we would always do the tree the week at, or the day or. Day or two after Thanksgiving, yep. and we would always. That's when it's just Christmas music only, you know. Yeah. So I know there's tradition. My point here is not to be hating on people either. I just find it's like God, it's already playing only Christmas. Yeah. Christmas I Christmas mean,
0: Christmas. If, if 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 you want to mix in a Christmas song every once in a while, just because of like, just right. because like your mood or whatever, go ahead. That's fine. I've thrown on a Christmas song or two since uh, Halloween's ended. Now I will say, if you're listening to Christmas music before Halloween, something's wrong. It's a little weird. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there there is some. There is a such thing as Halloween music. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, listen to that because that's the season we're in. Now we're into Thanksgiving season. There's no Correct. such thing as Thanksgiving music. Correct. So people listen to Christmas music to get them ready for Thanksgiving. So I think it's fine. Listening to exclusively like, – like, there's some people out there that now that uh, Magic has changed to that – that's the only station that they listen to from now until the end of the year. That's a little weird. To That's me because a little weird
1: in the in the age of like Spotify and all that kind of <sighs> stuff. Like you can curate a way better Christmas oh, playlist. Absolutely, because the the stuff that Magic is playing is very basic. Like, right? All we want for Christmas is you, and the yeah. same version of you know wh- whatever Christmas song or carol. Yeah. And it's fine. Something I mean, from like
0: the Miracle on Thirty Fourth yeah, Street and, and, from like nineteen fifty. And some of that stuff is great. Oh like, yeah, I want to hear that too. That yeah, King like, Cole, fantastic. Right, right. <laughs> right yeah all that well, stuff but yeah yeah I I agree I'm definitely I'm not team wait till Thanksgiving's over just no, because yeah. I think that's Neither arbitrary I. I. but like I, I feel like like now like maybe a week before Thanksgiving I'll start to ramp it up yeah. a little bit more yeah. like maybe now like if I if I hear something like on TV or I'm watching a show like the office or something and one of their Christmas episodes comes on and I hear a Christmas song whatever. Like I'll throw something on or something like that, but right to listen to nothing but Christmas music from now until the end of the year is a little much. A little weird, but, but you know, hey. to to each, each their, their own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jinx,
1: jinx. <laughs> wow, that was oh, creepy. Man. Yeah, yeah. Why did we both say that at the I same don't know. time? Because we're weird. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's your catch up, folks. Uh, the catch up. <laughs> Oh man, put it um, on your
0: burgers and fries, yes, sir.
1: All right, well, we got we definitely have some sports news to talk about. Why don't we bounce over to the Browns? I know Bouncing on some, the Browns, I know there's some stuff to chit chat. I also um,
0: I also want to talk a little bit about uh, last night, the Monday Night Football game with the insanely ridiculous calls weird, and that yeah. taunting call. Yeah, because yeah. I've been I've actually been a proponent of the NFL. Uh, um, Kind of enforcing more taunting, but this was the, I, this was ridiculous, and these these officials need to be held accountable because that ref, did you see how that ref threw that flag?
1: Well, did you see how he like stuck his? Oh yeah, he bumped into the player. Yeah.
0: Why did he do that? But then he said like that that had no no bearing on whether he was going to call taunting or not. And I do believe that because he was already pulling the flag out. But like, but
1: why did he do that?
0: I don't know. It's just really weird. And so I understand these, these, like, these NFL officials have such a power trip. I think, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're not held accountable, right? Like these guys don't have to, yeah. an- and th- and this is like any other sport. Like no, no referees really have to answer to the media. Yeah, um, I yeah. sometimes in soccer they do, but not not very often. Um, but yeah, this it was just it was just ridiculous. The Steelers were the beneficiaries of about four to five calls last night. Uh, a couple hits on Justin Fields that should have been called uh that taunting call which was insane yeah um the thing
1: i don't like about that and i understand like if you break the rule you break the rule even if it's a dumb rule you broke the rule yeah. but again, i don't even
0: think he broke the rule even as even if even as it's, it's more enforced
1: i understand he was walking towards the Steelers.
0: he wasn't really he was I he know, was hopping I up and down
1: right, i'm not disagreeing with you he'd, he'd I, said, he said
0: if you <clears throat> look if you look at the replay he, was, he wasn't He was even mouthing anything. He was just looking at them.
1: Right. My, and my issue with this is and it's he the w- same issue I have with in soccer when they call a 50-50 penalty or those kind like, do you really want to end the game like this? Like, yeah. I, I don't even think there's any – I personally don't believe there's any conspiracy or anything like that. It's just why do you want to end the game like this, you know? Yeah. Why? No, it's – It doesn't have to be that way.
0: Yeah, you know? it, it was just it was just really bad. Uh, there was a couple pass interference calls that went the Steelers' way that shouldn't have. Um, they just they ended up winning the game by two. So I mean, you do the math. They yeah. were the beneficiaries of like five different calls during the game. Most of them were in the second half. Um, I don't know that taunting call was ridiculous. He wasn't anywhere. C- like if he was doing that right on the Steelers' sideline, okay. Right. He, or was, if he was, was in the middle of the field. He was clearly jawing off or saying. Right. Some he was crazy in the middle shit. of the yeah. field. Yeah. It's I, just don't, that I, he's, I don't get it. He's a kid he's a kid that was just called up off the practice squad. He doesn't really play. And for him to make a play like that in that game to sack Ben Roethlisberger to get you guys the ball back when the Bears right. had all the momentum in the game to possibly go down and win it, he gets up and he looks at the Steelers' sidelines. And you're going to call that like that's ridiculous soft. It's soft. That's ridiculous. If if, if he would have if he would have gotten up and had one leg on one side of Roethlisberger and the other leg on the other and he's looking down at him and he's barking. okay, then you call that that. That's more what I'm talking about when when they say enforcing the taunting rule that. Yes. What he did last night, he didn't he wasn't doing it to any one player. Right. He wasn't saying anything. He was just well, looking.
1: It's, it's hard to even say it's taunting when you're just looking at someone. Like It's I, horrible. It's like, terrible. I understand. Again, if he ran 10 feet away from the bench and was like, yeah. you know, F you guys yeah. or whatever, that's, all right, that's one thing. That's one thing. But, you know, ah, it's weird. Again, <sighs> I'm never going to be a fan. Really of, bad. Uh, I don't really get into much of the ref stuff ever, but I'm never a fan of – I'll always say this. I'm never a fan of whatever the sport is, Calling a call like that, again, every sport has its own context and rules and what. But when you every sport, we know these things, right? Not a fan of calling a call that's going to essentially give the victory to the other team. I just don't like that. I don't right. see the, there ever to be the East refs
0: like should that. never decide a game,
1: especially for a questionable call. If it's yes. blatant, right? That's this different. is
0: why this is why the NFL needs a sky mm-hmm. sky judge. Um, and we talked about it uh, when uh, Hannah was on the show, and we were talking about yeah. bad officiating. And, uh, you know, she talked about um, coaches being able to challenge anything. Like, still have the same amount of challenges. Yeah. But not have the restrictions on what you can and what you can't challenge. Um, which I agree with her. I also think that sh- there should be a sky judge. Almost like almost like a VAR. You know how in soccer where there's a penalty call or there's a, um, you know, something. Possible red card, something like that. Right. And the VAR tells the ref, hey, go look at it on the monitor. Mm-hmm. That's what the NFL needs. The NFL needs a sky judge, basically a sky cam that hovers over the stadium and looks down on everything. And if ref makes a call that the judge who's in the booth doesn't agree with or thinks that right. it should be it should be looked at, he should be able to say down to the ref, hey, go look at that. Which
1: maybe is a controversial opinion. <clears throat> I think VAR and soccer is kind of starting to work. Yeah. I think it's starting to work. Like anything else, there's any, still problems, but I think any it's
0: enormous to work. change, it's going to take time and it's right. going to take tweaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. VAR was very annoying it was to start. At first, very so. annoying to start. But once they tweaked it, I mm-hmm. you can't you can't just like roll something out there and expect it to be perfect. Yeah. I th- I while I did think VAR was annoying to start, I did think that in its it was doing Trying to think how I want to word this. It was doing what was correct in the spirit of what it was supposed to be. Yeah. But they needed to tweak what the calls were. So like, it, what what exactly is offsides? Okay, right. offsides is right. it's not if you have an, a hand offsides. It's any part of your body that you can score a goal with. If it's offsides, right. then it's offsides. Not or, an arm or. Or an armpit, Whatever. yeah.
1: <laughs> or what is uh what is a handball? That took a while, right.
0: yeah. That took a while, right? But they're starting to like, like if a guy has yeah. his arms down at the side and he kicks it into his arm, that's not a handball. Right. If his arm is out like this and it hits him like that, right? Okay, yes, that's yeah. a handball. Yeah. So it's just little things like that that they needed to work through. But right. I think it's time for the NFL to do that. Um, especially, the other,
1: doesn't the NBA do that too? They call New York, or is that baseball?
0: Yeah, they call no, they call New York. Well, baseball does too. They both do. Yeah. Um yeah. but the NBA had j- changed this year how they do uh replay. Now um you know how at the end of uh I can't remember what it was. Basically you get an NBA coach gets one challenge no matter what. You win it you, you don't yeah, 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 they get yeah, exactly. And then something about like the uh the out of bounds things or something like stuff that was taking making games take like 20 that, minutes extra yeah, long for, yeah, exactly. they changed that somehow but yeah.
1: which that's a good thing yeah so anyhow, um, the, the point being is NFL is going through
0: cr- a crisis right now with some of their and it's issues. it's crazy too especially with the advent of sports betting in this country like yeah like getting those calls wrong and not fixing them like you can't even if it goes against your team if you if you do the replay and the, and you correct the call even if it goes against you if you're a sane person you're going to look at that well that sucks but that's the right call
1: yeah yeah
0: so yeah you know if you're betting on a game and they go to replay and they end up getting the call right yeah, does it suck because for a second you thought like, Oh my god, I'm gonna win this and then yeah. call goes against you and you lose. It's the right call. So Right. It doesn't I mean it hurts because you're probably losing money, but
1: Well, that's on those people who wanna yeah. get that money.
0: But yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. So yeah, it was the NFL needs to change some stuff, but it's not gonna at the very earliest it's not going to happen until um the off season. So but yeah, uh, Yes sir. But anyway, as far as the Browns go, uh Browns win on Sunday. They destroy the Bengals. Um the what a what a what a what a like week for the Browns. The Browns lose to their chief rival, Steelers. They have uh, tornado hit their practice facility with the you know Wait, Maria? Not really. I'm oh, talking oh, about Oh, sorry. Talking about the OBJ <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm talking about OBJ's dad posting a 10-minute video and then bashing the quarterback on social media, OBJ staying silent, essentially ghosting the coach and and the quarterback, and then working with his release out of town. Um, To go from that and then beating, not just beating, beating the crap out of the Bengals on Sunday, and then today we thought was all positive. We'll get to some of the stuff that broke in the afternoon. But... um, Getting the Wyatt Teller extension done this morning, which was huge. I didn't think they were going to resign Wyatt Teller. Really? No, I didn't well because at some point you got to think about it. You're like, they're not going to be able to resign everybody. So True. who's the odd man True. out? True. But maybe they are going to be able to re sign everybody. I don't know. I'm not sure. Who knows? I mean, obviously OBJ leaving frees up some money. So maybe that expedited the Wyatt Teller contract extension. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, so that was good news. That was great news, actually. So it's weird. We we went from, in a week's time, we went from despair of losing to uh, this hurricane, tornado of drama that you would think would be what the Browns would be about five years ago, not now. They navigate through that. They get rid of that. And they use that almost to galvanize themselves mm-hmm. to just dominate the Bengals. Um, so that was awesome to watch on Sunday. Talked about the White Teller contract today. But then, Cleveland just can't have nice things, man. Uh, Nick Chubb and Dimitri Felton test positive for COVID. Yikes. Uh, before, I mean, probably from here on out, we're going to say every game, except for probably the Lions game, every game that the Browns play is going to be a must-win biggest game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, the, the Browns are getting ready to go to Foxborough to play the Patriots, who – all of a sudden, have won four games in a row and look like the old Patriots. Of course, yeah, of course, of um, course Boston yeah. sports, of course. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, reportedly, both players are vaccinated. So, if they test negative twice in a twenty-four hour window, they'll be able to play. So, basically, Nick Chubb has to start testing positive on Friday or start testing negative on Friday. And it hasn't been reported, so we have no idea if he's symptomatic or asymptomatic. If he's asymptomatic, I think he has a pretty good shot of being able to play on Sunday. If he's symptomatic, it gets a little dicey. Yeah. Um, And that's huge because Kareem Hunt probably still is not going to be back in time to play on Sunday uh, with his calf injury. So, right now, the Browns have one healthy running back. And it's it's, uh, uh, it's Dearness Johnson, who rushed for 150 yards against the Broncos who's very capable, but you need more than one running back. So the Browns signed somebody to their practice, Brian Hill or somebody, guy I never heard of, to their practice squad this week just in case, mm. just in case Chubb and Felton can't get back. Um, But we'll know more uh, later in the week. Like I said, if he tests, pot- if he tests negative tomorrow and then uh, Thursday, he'll be back. But he has to start testing negative Friday because they don't test on game day. So – he would have to test negative on friday and test negative on saturday if he does that he can play um if he's still testing positive by friday he's not going to play so okay. luckily it's tuesday so maybe he starts testing negative tomorrow i don't know because he's vaccinated so if he's asymptomatic and you're vaccinated you're probably fine so i see i see um makes sense yeah so it's gonna be a tough game regardless whether nick chubb plays or not i mean nick obviously it's gonna help immensely Mm -hmm. but new england seems to have gotten their act together mac mac jones is playing pretty well their rookie quarterback so it'll be interesting to see uh how we handle that and of course belichick being belichick so
1: what was this real quick i don't want to spend too much time on this i'm just curious What it these people who were talking about Mac Jones had some dirty play or something. Oh, yeah. Was it actually? Yes, 100% dirty. I saw it. I didn't understand what was the context. So,
0: he – it was a fumble, I believe. I think it was a fumble. And he got knocked to the ground by the guy that he uh, grabbed. So, he gets knocked to the ground, and then he grabs – he says – Sorry, that beer is making me give me the hiccups. <laughs> Excuse me, dead air. Uh. um, he says he thought the guy had the ball, like he that, that guy okay. had picked up the ball. Yeah. That's such BS. What happened was he's on the ground. The guy that knocked him over was uh running by him, grabs his leg, grabs his ankle, and then uh twists it intentionally. Like yeah. And the guy yeah, hurt, I, it. The, guy hurt it. the guy heard. the guy heard his ankle.
1: I saw the replay. I, I didn't know what was going on. That's hundred percent dirty. You okay. don't do that.
0: A lot of that a lot of times that stuff happens at like the bottom of like piles, like on fumbles and I stuff. Feel... People like people like elbow people and yeah. like just stupid crap that happens that you won't get caught on. But yeah, this was this was one hundred percent dirty. And supposedly Do you think it was like intentional? Yes. Intentional. Yes. Do you 100%. think he was trying to injure the so guy? So supposedly these uh those two guys oh, Mac like Jones. Well, I guess they played against each other in high school. There's some sort of history between them. Um, but there's you can't argue that that wasn't intentional for what he did. He mm-hmm. grabbed him by his ankle, and he turned it, and he rolled it, and the guy mm-hmm. ended up getting hurt, hurt his ankle because yeah. of it. Like, You can't say, like, oops. Mm-hmm. Like, Even if that guy had the ball, that's not how you tackle somebody. No, no. So, yeah, yeah it was a dirty play. And supposedly there's a report out there that uh, Mac Jones gets a little – temperamental on the field when he's playing Uh so if things don't go his way um i'd love to see him try and do that to miles garrett (laughs) i really would or jadevian Clowney, for that matter um but the browns uh rabbit ears are going to be up for sure uh looking at uh whatever mac jones might might be he's that's that what he did on sunday was Equivalent to like something that like Grayson Allen d- would do in college Stuff or in like the NFL yeah, yeah, yeah. or in the NBA, yeah. Or what we'll be talking about in a few minutes with Markeef Morris. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know that uh, the Morris brothers want to mess with the Joker brothers. Uh, <laughs> the brothers. You see their Twitter account and some uh, of the pictures of those guys. You,
1: and yes, <laughs> are we moving to that? Are we good? With, are we yeah, moving? we can yeah. move to that. I mean, so, yeah. so for those that don't know, or if you look it up, like yo, so the Denver nuggets were beating the heat by, by like 30. I think, it was, I think it was like 16 points or something, but it was like a minute. It was like one fourteen to like 92. Yeah. Or oh, something. You're, no, you're right, you a bit more. Yeah. And it was like a minute to go. Like yeah. the game was over. Like, we all knew at that right. time i didn't watch it live but like anyone who was watching that game it was over the game was yeah. over the heat were going to lose the nuggets were going to win and you know there pl- the denver nuggets were advancing the ball jokic got the ball around midcourt and jumped to pass it to someone while he did that marquise morris one of the infamous morris twins crashes into yep. to jokic yep. in a very dangerous way like literally body almost body checks him and like, you know, Jokic has had a lot of injury problems in yeah. the past. And, and it's like,
0: also it's also like like what he like like that hurts. Like your yeah. arms are both up. Your yeah. your midsection is completely exposed. Yep. yep. And he comes into him with like a forearm elbow shiver, right, like right below his armpit. So like right imagine right. getting hit in the elbow Basically at the top of your rib cage yeah. on the side. That hurts. Yeah, that <laughs> hurts.
1: And you know what? If you watch the play, his knee buckled. I mean he was fine. That's he, didn't, another th- he didn't get injured. Yeah. But that as a big right. man, that, you, that one
0: that's, that part of the thing, I don't think was intentional. I think Mark uh oh, Markeef, right? Yeah, Markeith. Markeith, he was going in to try and like like check him with his forearm. And I whatever. agree. I
1: don't think he was trying to injure his knee, but the, here's knee the thing well, right. that's always an no. a possibility. Yeah. And so what happens afterwards is Jokic understandably is upset and yeah. he just body checks Marquise. Yeah. He body checks Morris. Look, was that a dirty play too? Absolutely. Right. They're but, both dirty. But the way I put it is this way the Morris twins, both of them, Right. if you know anything about the NBA or them, you know those guys have consistently done really annoying oh, if you're and a Cavs dirty... fan, you know it. When Mark,
0: yeah. I think it was Marcus, I don't know, one of them Richard, played for the Celtics them, yeah. when we were playing yeah. him in the playoffs. And yeah, they he was do doing stuff with Tristan Thompson. Stuff. They
1: do, like, really aggravating – they do non-basketball plays. Yes, that was a non-basketball play. A lot of people want those type of players on your team, and I get that, you know, whatever. But when they're doing stuff like this, this is beyond, oh, they're just being tough. No, you're just being an asshole is what you're doing. And, like, you know, those type of plays are just complete – again, they're not basketball plays. Look, I I saw a lot of righteous keyboard people today, like, oh, you know, he should have – okay, yeah. You tell me how many times, like, not, most people don't just in their job get body checked by someone for no yeah, reason, right? That for a ridiculous, it's and you, know, like, I don't know what how else to put it, but like, oh, you honestly think you would react really cool? I mean, maybe right. you would. Maybe you have patience. Great. Yeah. You know what, Jokic doesn't,
0: and that's fine. And we like, don't. You can and, only. And, and, oh, he elbowed him earlier too, Morris. Well, uh, that's what. That's what. You gotta stop doing that. Yeah, I keep hitting this. <laughs> um, turn it. Move it out of the way. There, yeah. there we go. Um, no, but he
1: got elbowed earlier, too. Yeah, so
0: that's the thing that I was going to point out is, like, like neither one of us watched that game all the way through. So we don't know. Like, that could have been, like, boiling over. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I loved the way that uh, – I don't know if you saw this. I retweeted it. I don't know if you saw it. Richard Jefferson's uh, I did. Reaction. No, I did
1: see that. Yeah.
0: I want to play that.
1: Uh, play it because I really enjoyed what he said because yeah. I agree with him 100%. Keep
0: this simple, first of all. You don't do that.
1: You don't do that. No no, 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 you don't do that. You definitely don't do that. Definitely don't do that. But also remember, if you don't do that, if he doesn't do that. That's one thing we have to remember. right.
0: Yeah, and I agree.
1: I could not agree more. It's And I'm not saying like Jokic deserves the whatever fine and you know suspension. I think they both should get suspended. Get. Yeah, they absolutely. But like the Mar- the Morris brothers have done this so much. Right. They have it's a, they have so a, annoying. Yeah, they have a like, history. They, like there was someone was someone had a thread on Twitter where they were going through all the you know, the nonsense they've done. It's very annoying. It's very yeah. annoying to watch. Yeah, like hundred percent. Some of the stuff they did are teams that I hate. But I don't care. Like, I want to see somebody doing that on the basketball court. Yeah. That reminds me of Bruce Bowen. Do you oh, remember yeah. him? Oh yeah. You mentioned Grayson Allen. Like there are some Draymond. guys Draymond Green, um, there's another one. I mean
0: going back to the going back to that Bill Lambeer. Bill yeah, yeah. Uh, John John Sally wasn't like but he was part of the those right. Pistons teams. The bad boys or whatever. Um man. Charles Oakley. And to be uh, fair,
1: we're not talking about hard foul. There's a, there's a way you can foul. Oh, there's a like, total yeah, there's like 100% a lot difference. of people will wrap up LeBron or at the when Kobe yeah. played, you know, they wrap him up and pack down you, on their arms yeah, so, yeah, they, don't, you, so you, they don't so they don't go off for a But layup. then these are all they're strong men. They yeah. they
0: support the guy as, you know,
1: cuz they're they're making it clear like, "Hey, you're not scoring on me, but I'm also yeah. not going to be a, an Mar- Mar- asshole here. Markeith Mar-
0: Mar- Mar- uh, Mar- <laughs> Morris was basically yesterday, and obviously he didn't intentionally, but he was basically like he was playing safety in the NFL, trying to break yeah. up a pass over the middle. Like yeah. that's what you do if you're if you're wearing pads and a helmet and right. playing football. Like you try and right. deck the ball to deck the guy to get the ball out of his hands. Yeah, this is basketball, and I will say if there's one thing, and I tweeted this last night, if there's one thing, and again I can't really fault him because. If I would have gotten hit like that, I would have been just like Jokic, Jokic and I would have been seeing red, and I just would have been all right. Let's yeah. go. Maybe you don't shove him in the back. Maybe you grab him, that. turn him around, and then shove him. Yeah.
1: Maybe you do that, and I get that there are people because out that, there
0: because that's the only that's the only thing people can point to right. that's saying like, oh, he was a coward because he shoved him in the back. Well, he shoved him in the back because Marquise Morris turned his back to him. Right. But. I will say, like, and it's easy for me to say because I wasn't, I wasn't there and it's after the fact and it's, you know, it's uh, hindsight. Maybe grab him, turn him, say, dude, what the F, and then shove him.
1: Right. And I get it. Like, are there men out there or, and women that could take something like that and turn around and be the better man or yeah. woman and be like, and you know what? And then you know what? Jokic doesn't get a suspension, and Markev does. Yeah. yeah, sure. You know what? A lot of people, but I don't. Yeah, I don't blame. A lot him. of people yeah. can't handle it. even people yeah. that have patience. You get blindsided like that. You're yeah. like,
0: what in the what? Yeah, I what don't the blame. Hell, I don't like, blame Jokic at all for no, what he
1: did. Zero blame for Jokic. Yeah. I actually applaud him for doing that. I think a lot of us have wanted to watch one of the Morris. Yeah, twins stick up, stick up for yourself. Like that. And that's fine. Right. You know, he's gonna get a small suspension. He's gonna get it fine. Whatever. You know what? Yeah. I, the main thing I think that Jokic and Denver Nuggets fans and NBA fans
0: are happy with that he
1: didn't get injured on that
0: dirty play by and Morris. Then, like, and, then, <laughs> and then the fun, like like the whole fallout from it, like uh, last night and then today, has been like the Morris brothers and then the Jokic brothers going after each other on like Twitter and then like people posting pictures of like all the Jokic brothers and their family and stuff. Like that's those I I do not want to get involved with those guys, man. I mean I know they're they're on the other side of the world.
1: So someone had a really funny thread as well where they were explaining all the horrible things that that the Jokic brothers oh, yeah. have been through. They've oh, yeah. been through that civil war in formerly Yugoslavia yep. and all that. I mean they literally lived through warfare. Yeah. Like they had he um he was what, Jokic um I forgot what's his first name. Nikola. Nikola yeah, Nikola Jokic was explaining how he and his family like they would go days on end without electricity or running water and cuz they were like trying to hide from the bombing raids and it's like they have been through some shit you don't mess with those yeah. guys Right. And it's real. I do think it's really cool that his brothers are always at the games. And it's just yeah. I think a lot of people like Jokic. I, I'm a big fan. I'll be honest. Yeah. I've always made this very clear. Big, big men in the NBA have always been one of my favorite positions. Yeah. Growing up as an Elajuan fan, I have so much respect for the big man position. And, and I love Jokic. I'm so That's, happy for him. It, but like what so I'm the, obviously biased. One but of, the, but yeah. like, one
0: of the interesting things about Jokic is a guy that looks the way he does is an NBA MVP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Like well, other than the fact that he's seven feet tall, there's nothing about him that looks like he would be a world class basketball player. Have you seen nothing. that
1: picture of him at like age fifteen? Yeah, yeah. He just looks like your average yeah.
0: goofball, fifteen yeah. year little old, little chubby goofball. Yeah.
1: yeah. What yeah. a talent! What a talent! But he's
0: an insane basketball player. Yeah. When he won the NBA MVP, I he those deserved every hundred percent. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was crazy last night. Obviously, that took social media by storm. Um, I was, yeah. uh, I was, I just got a chuckle over out of everybody saying, Ooh, Oh, it's a cheap Absolutely. shot by Jokic. And, uh, and yeah, sure. But you know what? But like Richard Jefferson says, that doesn't happen. If Richard, The other yeah, thing doesn't yeah, happen. He says, <laughs> he says, you don't do that. Saying Morris. Uh, not, then he goes, <laughs> you definitely don't do that. Jokic. Basically he's saying, you know, yeah. decking him from behind, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But he said, but remember, he doesn't do that if you don't do that saying Jokic doesn't deck you in the back if you don't check him in the in the chest.
1: Without trying to sound like a boomer. People <laughs> are forgetting one thing we've lost in today's culture. Again, I'm sounding like a boomer. I'm aware of it. Okay, boomer. People yeah, people are forgetting that in society that when people antagonize another person, yeah that other person isn't always going to just sit there and take it. Right. You know? Right. And that's a simple fact. It doesn't even have to be a d- – it's not even deep. It's just right. some people
0: are like, nope, don't do that.
1: That's it. You know?
0: Yeah. It's – uh, it, it's it, in a weird way, I don't know why, but it kind of and, – and I, I don't want to spend any time on this, but yeah. I just want to – the whole Portnoy Business Insider thing that's going on this week. Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> – the details in that article aren't great. It's not Trevor Bauer bad, right? But right. <laughs> Business Insider is one of the most corrupt, ridiculous. Oh. oh yeah, like news outlets that is out like like their their CEO or whatever is not allowed to buy and trade stocks because he was convicted of insider uh, insider or, trading yeah. or whatever. It, and they're Business Insider, and yet they're reporting on somebody's personal life. Like it's just it's it, I, Business Insider as a as a. I'll say this as a journalist
1: person: there have always been kind of a strange, you know, publication. Yeah, I'm not going to make any more comments on the Portnoy situation. Yeah. I have made it very clear I don't like him, but to be fair to him and to everyone, I don't know anything yet. I'll let that play out. Yeah, I, but, I don't. Re- I don't really know either. Yeah, the, de- no, the, de- I understand the what detail. You're the
0: details me. don't look good. Yeah, but I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But any, yeah, but but no. it's just like I, I don't know. I don't even know why that like that reminded me, i don't know whatever just forget it all good all good but yeah so
1: <laughs> anyways jokic i you know i think it's very understandable what he did but but uh speaking of the nba uh Cavs! Cavs! definitely we're not expecting their start i've been
0: doing that every single time they win i just Cavs! all, all Cavs <laughs> with like four exclamation points <laughs> Cavs! Cavs! <laughs> yeah every time they win just yeah. calves yeah uh 7 and 4 your Cleveland Cavaliers uh they just went into Madison Square Garden and usually that's not that really big of an accomplishment but the Knicks seem to be turning a corner as well so um that was a pretty big win for 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 the Cavs. Uh, Jared Allen named uh, Eastern Conference player of the month for October or yeah, October. Yeah. Um he's been an absolute monster. Um he had like 18 and 17 the other night. Yeah. Uh, Darius Garland's been really good. Uh, Ricky freaking Rubio, 37 points and 10 assists against the Knicks the other night. Made his first eight threes in the game. Went eight of nine from three. What a pickup he's been. And he's going to be important now that uh, Colin Sexton's going to be out for a long time. Maybe, Torn the, maybe the whole season.
1: meniscus, right? Torn meniscus, Which yeah. that
0: is... Similar in to the an knee. ACL or no? Yeah, it's a it's a different, different. It's totally a different, different okay, well, it's a different uh, ligament in the knee.
1: Well, I've exposed how much I know about human anatomy. <laughs> if anatomy.
0: he tore if he tore his ACL, he'd be <laughs> out for the season. Well, oh yeah, sure. okay, I know that. But I thought yeah. meniscus. The I meniscus is also in the knee. I don't, I don't, don't know which. About. I don't know which ligament it is in the knee. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Steve's torn his meniscus before. So if he Ooh, was on the show, okay. he'd be able to tell us more. Yeah. Um, yeah. But obviously, if it's fully torn, then he's probably going to miss the majority of the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Kevin Love and Laurie Markkinen are both still in uh, health and safety protocols. Hopefully we'll get both of them back soon. But um, I wanted to get through all those guys and give them the props and everything before we. I wanted to turn it to Evan Mobley. Yeah. Uh, this kid is going to be a star. And I think he might be – getting there a lot quicker than anybody could have anticipated um especially
1: I, i'll say this: especially after his summer league debut i was like "Ooh, yeah. i don't know about this guy but man yeah. he has just started off he looks
0: oddly natural yeah in the nba yeah he so um to me he looks like an athletic version of chris bosh and Chris Bosh was pretty athletic at the beginning of his career. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Though he ba- when when that. he got to Miami, yeah. he basically turned into a th- three point shooter uh, with LeBron and D Wade because he didn't really have to do anything else. Right. He got really good defensively uh, in Miami, which was interesting. As he got older and lost some athleticism, he got better defensively, which is weird. Um, but yeah, Evan Mobley is just he's the real and I you know I I was I'm on record on this show saying that I wanted Jalen Green in the draft. Uh, mainly because I thought Jalen Green was the more ready-made scorer, mm-hmm. and that's what the Cavs needed was a wing scorer. Um, I thought I, I said on the show I said Evan Mobley probably has the most potential of anybody in this draft, but the issue was is would the Cavs be able is to unlock that yeah. potential? Yeah. yeah. Is the is the Cavs the right fit for a guy who has unlimited potential but hasn't yet t- tapped into it because he's 19 years old? Right, right. So that was what scared me about Evan Mobley. But <clears throat> to the Cavs' credit, to the coaching staff's credit, and most importantly to the players' credit, um, he's ahead of everybody's metric. Um yeah. And I know I took some crap on this show a couple weeks ago for saying that nobody in the NBA plays defense. Um. I'll admit I was wrong because there's one player in the NBA. Yeah, just one. (laughs) It's just Evan Mobley. (laughs) Um, But uh, on a serious note, uh, the Cavs have the top two players that lead the league in contested shots this season, which is Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. So – which it, I'm not surprised uh, about Jared Allen at all. No, Jared uh, Allen's I've always always, been, always I, been a solid player. I've but been,
1: I I've been watching him since he was playing for Texas. Right. Like I'm a big fan of his. So.
0: Yeah, he's always yeah. been a solid NBA player. Um, I think he has a great chance of being an All Star this year. I mean, if you average 18 and 16 in the NBA, you're going to make the All Star team. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, we'll see. They uh, they've played. They're seven and four. They've played. I think eight of their 11 games on the road so I think they have like eight out of their next 10 at home so we shall see if they're able to continue this um I got to give J.B. Bickerstaff a lot of credit um he's been much maligned because the Cavs have been just god-awful and not all of it's been his fault um but uh he's obviously getting the best out of these players I I can't I can't understate how good of a pickup Ricky Rubio was. I'm going to go back to that. Because
1: which let's talk about. So he, uh, r- anyone who knows the NBA knows Rubio's a good player. Yeah, I did he's no not scrub. expect him to have this career revival though that he's no. having. He had a career. Well, this could be an anomaly, but he had a career high thirty-seven which points, is crazy. Yeah, and but that's just that's one thing. Like off he's the been bench, playing good. Like yeah.
0: he's just been playing good overall. Thirty-seven points, ten assists against yeah. the Knicks the other night. He's
1: probably going to play more now, right? With with, he will uh, sexton out yeah
0: he will and i you know who knows if he because uh he's a good mm-hmm. player but he's also getting up there in age so i who, what is he 31 <sighs> let me look i'd more. have to look no, I, I don't know. know i could be wrong on I he's in his 30s for sure i thought he was more like 34 but i could be wrong um but uh yeah we'll see i I like I like that pickup. He's only thirty one years old. Oh, okay. Well, He's never mind. One
1: year older than me. That's wild. He's nice three years old, younger than me. <laughs> He's six foot four. Wow. He started in two thousand nine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Timberwolves. Something like that. I think he was him. pick five. Yeah. He,
0: I, hey, it it's working. You know. He. Uh, That's awesome. I think he was traded for Steph Curry in that draft. If I'm not mistaken, that's an L. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was one of those. It was one of those deals that was kind of similar to like what we saw with like Trey Young and uh, Luca. Yeah, I'm looking up right now. I, I don't th- think it was. I don't think he
1: was a player for that. Was it? it? No, it says they acquired the fifth pick in the 29 Miss Timberwolves in 2009 NBA draft. In exchange, oh, they traded Etan Thomas, Darius Sungalia, uh, not even some Eastern European guy. So <laughs> in exchange for Randy Foy and Mike Miller. Oh, and wow. then with the fifth pick, Minnesota selected Rubio.
0: Wow. OK, never mind. Yeah, I was wrong. Um, no, but but there was
1: there was somebody with Steph Curry at the
0: time. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, he's, he's been incredible for us so far. And I think more, even, even more so off the court, I think he's helped Darius Garland out a lot. Mm -hmm. Darius Garland, he was starting to show signs last year. Um, obviously his first year was injury riddled. He didn't really develop much his rookie year. Started to in the second half of last year. And then this year he's just been, uh, he's just been fantastic. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I the Cavs I think still lack depth um to be able to make a run like at the playoffs. I mean, I know they're starting 7 and 4. I'm excited. I'm excited. They play exciting basketball at least to start the season. We also have to remember that the Cavs last year started 10 and 10 and then ended up winning only 12 more games the rest of the year. So right. As excited as I am, I'm just I'm going to ride this wave of excitement as long as it goes. I'm not going to have any expectations. Like, this isn't like a LeBron team starting seven and four or whatever, where they have expectations of going to the finals. Like, if the Cavs, even with this start, if they keep this going and make the playoffs, that's a huge deal for this team and this organization. Huge. Yeah. E- even making the play in, it's huge. So, um,
1: someone, someone, I follow, obviously, I follow a ton of Rockets fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. And someone, you know, someone mentioned that, like, look, Cavs are technically. Two three years into their rebuild. Oh yeah, and for them to already be showing fruit right now is a huge, yeah. huge positive sign.
0: Yeah, and I think the uh, the positive. I mean, look no further than the positives of uh, they've they've gotten. Obviously, with Mobley and getting the third pick last year, they didn't like get screwed on any picks. But like no, the, the, yeah, the yeah. years before, they kind of got like dumped on with the lottery. Which I'm not going to complain because we've had our the Cavs have had their fair share of lottery so you luck guys also over the did year. Have yeah. some. Yeah, so it's not it's not a work, yeah it's know. not like a complaint. It's like when they picked Darius Garland and picked him fifth in that draft. There was I I don't remember who the players were, but there was four like guys that people were like, okay, if you get one of these four guys, you're good. Yeah. Like nobody really knew about Darius Garland because he was hurt his only year in Vanderbilt. He only Vanderbilt. played like five games. That's right. Okay and then he was hurt his rookie year most of the year. So a lot of people were like, "Oh, great. That's a wasted pick." But he's starting to turn it on. He looks amazing this year. To look real good. He's one of my favorite players. Um Jared Allen, Kobe Kobe Altman, that would that, so... that 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 trade
1: That was part of the Harden trade, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, they got entered in the Harden trade. I think the yeah. Cavs gave up a protected first-round pick and got Jared Allen. Uh, you also gave up. something, some player that really doesn't matter. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, wasn't it? Was it was just player. like to make salaries work or something for the Harden trade. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean that trade for Jared Allen, Which, totally way, changed super, the franchise.
1: Super, super, super jealous that you guys got Jared Allen because I'm have always been a fan of his. Right. And I when I, I heard w- when I heard his name his floating name, it, around, I was like you're like oh <laughs> shoot, I was like we could get Allen. Was, yeah. Anyways, don't get me started, but.
0: Nope, Kobe. Kobe him. Altman. Happy for him. I'm Kobe Altman swooped in. As a, guy, as
1: a Longhorns fan, I'm very happy for for Allen.
0: Yeah, and it turns out to be a really good fit for him because, he, like you like like I said, there his his first few years in the Nets, he 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 wasn't bad. He was a solid no, player. He was always fine. Right. I, I solid do think
1: player. I think what hampered him is I think he left the I, I think he entered the NBA draft a year too early. That's Maybe. my two cents.
0: Yeah, but yeah, but he's flourishing now, and if he keeps this up, he's going to be an All Star. Mm-hmm. So. Um yeah. I also think 100 mil for him is actually a really It's going to end up it's going to end up being cheap. A yeah. I 5 years 120 million a year, totally it's going to end up being price. cheap, yeah.
1: You don't have this is not a Tristan Thompson situation. You got a guy who can no. score, you got right. a guy who can
0: rebound, like just an Block overall shots. good basketball player, yeah. 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 And then I think he's he, he's going he's already been, but I think he's going to be great for Evan Mobley. Yeah. And yeah. that's the franchise. It, you have to do e- everything to cultivate a culture around right. Evan Mobley. Yeah, I, and think even, that's even, your,
1: I think that's your player.
0: Mobley yeah. and Garland, those are the franchise cornerstones. Yeah. If you hit and you continue to develop those two players, I mean, the Cavs in a couple years are going to be right back in the thick of it. So we'll see. And and surprisingly, I criticized it a lot, and he's not playing right now because of health and safety protocols, but Laurie Markin has been great for us to start the season. Well, yeah, he has COVID, right? Yeah, well not such- well, COVID or – Something. Close contact or
1: but something. But it's, it's not a physical injury. No. it's yeah, yeah. yeah. No, neither is, not, I saw that. I was like, oh, boy, here we go yeah. again. But yeah, no, health I and safety know, protocols, yeah, yeah. But he's been playing okay, too, right? Yeah.
0: And so he – they we started the season playing yeah. him at small forward, which I was like, what? Like, Laurie in at small forward. Yeah. But it's yeah. worked. It's been – it's worked. So if I – If it works, it works. I don't know. But we'll see. Like I said – um, But on the other side, the Cavs are starting to get hit by the injuries that they seemingly get hit by every single year. And when I say injuries, I mean just guys being out, like love and marketing, right. uh, COVID list. Um, yeah. The unfortunate Colin Sexton stuff. Uh, right. Isaac Okoro's missed about the last five games with a hamstring injury. He's coming back tomorrow, I guess. So he's going to be another guy. Him and Ruby are going to be the guys that fill in the gap for uh, Sexton. but. He's almost like the forgotten man in all this, Isaac Okoro. Uh, he was the fifth pick in the draft last year, so we'll see what he can do. He has to develop an offensive game because he has none. He has no shot. He has no jump shot. He has no. Um, yeah, I don't, I'll be honest. I don't know anything about him. He's 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 a he's a good defensive player. There's again me using the word defense in the NBA, but uh, yeah, he's uh, I mean, he's a young player. He he needs time to develop. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. But I'm excited so far. Uh, Definitely want to go to some Cavs games. I I, want to go to Cavs games. Especially before they (laughs) inevitably start sucking again, which I'm sure it will happen. I
1: want to go to Cavs Rockets, of course. I always go every year. But I want to go to other
0: Cavs games just in general. Yeah, what's been the thing with the Rockets? I see that they're they're not good. Uh,
1: Rockets, this is the way I'm looking at it. Jalen Green is is a gifted scorer. He's struggling a little bit. He's not bad. Right. he's he's good like you can see where yeah. he's going to be his athleticism is insane um jay sean tate has flourished Flourish might be a little exaggerated he's played very well he's continued his success from his rookie year jay sean tate's defense is incredible mm-hmm. i cannot ask much more for him and his offense is starting to develop yeah um i would say our problem right now is we don't have a point guard okay uh KPJ has been playing point guard, and he's been getting better every game. He had a pretty good game against Denver, and he had a pretty good game against the Warriors. I heard he's
0: he's struggled to start the season. He
1: has, but the last games against Denver and games against uh, Warriors were actually really good. He got injured in the Warriors game, unfortunately. Yeah. So we'll see what's going on with that. Um, K.J. Martin is in St. Junior. His, it's his, actually his son. Like That's who he is. Yeah. He is insanely gifted, mm-hmm. and I would love to see him start, although they're starting Daniel Tice or whatever his name is over him. I assume that's just for, you know, yeah. he's a veteran or whatever you right. want to call it. Um, Who else? Uh, You know, I, I'm starting to worry about Coach Silas. I was super high on him, and I love the guy. He seems like a really nice guy, really good dude. Yep. Blah, 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 right? My problem is, though, we have had – we're one and eight right now. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem fair to be one and eight. We've had about four or five games where it's like, how did we lose that game? If, including the Denver game where we had a five point lead with a minute to go, and I ha- I was just like, it's like inexperienced, yeah. tons of turnovers.
0: Yeah, that's what um, it is.
1: It's inexperience and not knowing how to win. Right. Exactly. Down to. Exactly. I mean, look, we are stripped down right now. This is yeah. a hard reset. We've made it very clear. I'm okay having this year being a bad year again because we could potentially get another pick, blah, blah, blah. But at some point, you need these guys to win, and I'm concerned about that. I'm very concerned that they're not closing games out. Um, Christian Wood is very concerning to me right now. I don't know what's going on with him. He did reiterate today. He essentially, in so many words, said, I know I'm playing really bad. Don't worry about me. It's mental, and I'm here for Houston, blah, blah, blah. I... Hope he means that because his body language and his, 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 he's not shooting like he normally does. Concerned about that. I don't know what's going on with that and I don't like it, but I'll say this. I have very little expectations for this year. Uh, we are in in technically year one of a reset. Mm -hmm. I don't expect to win a lot of games. Yeah. I just think I'm very, I am concerned because I do think we have enough talent to win. I think we should at least be, like, five and something right now. I don't know how we're just – we only have won one game. Yeah. I'll say that. That being said, even if we go, like, historically bad this season, I'm not going to freak out. If this continues into next season, that's when I'll start worrying yeah. where the rebuild's going. That being said, Jalen Green's a hell of a player to watch. KPJ, when he plays point, has little, little by little starting to look better. Oh, yeah. One of the biggest bright sides for Houston is Şengun, uh, the Turkish guy we got at we traded to get the 16th pick from mm-hmm. OKC. That dude's basketball IQ for a 19 year old is insane. Yeah, his ability and his cleverness and like I, I'm just blown away how good he is for 19 years old and doesn't know a lick of English and coming into the NBA with himself. so I don't know what his ceiling is. Yeah, but holy shit, I'm so excited to watch him play. That's mm-hmm. all I have to say. And he has been a bright bright star like in this you know frustrating start to the season so shangun i think he should be starting personally again i understand why he's not I get it but i don't understand the numbers he's putting up in my opinion just let's just start him like what is there to lose like mm-hmm. i don't think there's anything to lose but again uh silas has a whole bunch of young players that you can make an argument for all of them they should be starting to get experience so you know, yeah, you can only start five guys. Yeah, that's it. You know, I, 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 it's it's early in the season. I'm gonna guess we're gonna be at best, maybe twenty twenty five wins. I'll be honest. That's yeah. what I think at best.
0: That's where I thought the Cavs would be at the beginning yeah. of the season. Now they're kind of starting to change my expectation a little bit. I, I think
1: still... I think a reasonable expectation for the Cavs at
0: worst is five hundred ball. At best is an eight seed. So. <sighs> I mean, if I think if they go five hundred, they're gonna make the playoffs. Oh, I forgot. You in east. I forgot you can do
1: that in. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um I would be thrilled if they did that. <laughs> yeah. I still don't yeah. expect them to make the playoffs. I think they're going to be around 30 wins. Just because they and I don't think
1: that's I don't think that's a bad thing
0: though. No, they they I think they're getting the talent part right. Like they're get and they're getting top end talent now finally. The problem is is they still have to round out their roster with depth. And if anything's told us about the Cavs in recent years, we're going to get hit with a lot of injuries at some point. And it seems like it's happening now. And so it's going to test our depth a lot. So we'll see what happens. I mean, as long as Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, and Darius Garland stay healthy, I think we're going to be okay. But if those guys start getting getting injured, we're in deep, deep trouble. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, Up until he got COVID or was put on the COVID list or whatever – I was really happy and impressed with the way Kevin Love's taken to this bench role. Um, he had a couple games where he scored 20 points off the bench. I mean, if he does that for us consistently, not not 20 points, but I mean But he scores 15 points. Yeah, double digits point, yeah, double dish, yeah. 15 points off the bench. The Cavs are going to be pretty good if they stay healthy.
1: Yeah. Do, you, do you do you do foresee him making a starting lineup again?
0: No. You don't think so. Not with the Cavs, no. Mm-hmm. There's We're no gonna, reason. Who are guess, you going to start no. him over? Mobley or Allen? No, I
1: agree. I'm just no. I'm just curious what you, your thoughts yeah, are. Yeah, no.
0: That. As soon as as soon as they <laughs> as soon as they got him to accept a bench role to start the season, I thought maybe uh, they would bring Mobley off the bench and have Love start the season and then kind of no, kind of no. transition as the season went along. Mobley's trajectory right now. No, that you would can't. Be the yeah. The dumbest thing you yeah. could possibly do. Right. So, but but at the beginning of the season, we we still didn't know. So, you would think maybe they would go with the experience, but they made the decision and it was the yep. right decision and they got Kevin Love to accept it. I mean, he's coming towards the end of his career anyway, and he's still gonna make thirty million dollars a year. So in his in his case, it's like I've he's won a ring, he's made all star teams, he's basically Kevin Love is it sounds funny saying this because of how his Cavs career has kind of obviously tailed. Yeah. He's a borderline Hall of Fame player. Yeah, borderline, yeah. He won a championship. Mm-hmm. He's like a seven-time All-Star. Yeah. And f- when he played in Minnesota, he was, he was averaging guy. twenty-five and twenty. Oh, he was a guy. Yeah. 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 And yeah. even even the start of his Cavs career, I mean, he was still putting up 18, 19, and ten. Yeah. With the Cavs, I don't think he's going to make the Hall of Fame. But I'm saying, like, if, if so you, you wanted to, you, you, you there there's a case. There's to an be argument made there. To you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he's kind of done everything. In the league. So I'm I'm happy that he's able to accept this role coming off the bench. Hopefully he comes back and he's successful. Um, I just hope he takes it seriously. Yeah. y'all are paying him a lot of money right. well, yeah. to have a bad attitude. And we can't player. get off that contract because nobody wants it. <laughs> right, right. And the Cavs are not going to buy him out. And Kevin Love made it clear that he's not going to accept the buyout because he wants all of that money. So, Because <laughs> <Hey. laughs> in a buyout, the player gives back some money right. for – the opportunity to become a free agent it's 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 similar to what the Browns just did with Odell Beckham yeah so basically yeah. you know I don't know what the negotiations were but the Cavs could have told him hey we the contract you get 60 million over the next two years we'll give you 40 you give back 20 we'll not give back we're just not going to give you the full 60 we'll give you 40 and then you can go yeah on way. Yeah. yeah and he probably said no I want all that 60 million dollars because like I said, he's done everything. He has nothing left to prove in the NBA. He's won a championship. He's made the All Star teams. He's put up the numbers. He's he's done all that. He yeah. probably just wants to get I can't blame him. I mean, if you have no. if you have a contract for sixty million dollars over the next two years, I'm gonna I be like, Yeah. I can't blame anybody for but that. But it's up to him if he's gonna do that and stay, that he needs to be the best he, he, quote unquote soldier that he can be. He needs to be that and he needs to be a veteran leader in the locker room, is what he needs to be. Yeah. I
1: think that's not too much to ask of him when you're paying him $30 million a year.
0: (laughs) Agreed. He needs to be a good teammate, and that's come into question, especially ever since LeBron's left.
1: I think if you were him, unless he has some team he wants to play for to contend again, which I would understand that as well, you would think, man, dude, just enjoy your money and just have fun and just teach these young guys. Well, it
0: it seems like he's doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he's not playing, he's not with the team, he's, he's you you know, he's tweeting about every game. He's, you know, he's, uh you know, anytime Darius does something good, he's tweeting about Darius. Rubio, you know, he's good right. friends of Rubio. They played in Minnesota t- together. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. He's really good friends of Rubio. Um, So that's probably helping his mood. Like, like Kevin's that moody, you know, he does a lot of things with mental health, which is right. great and all that. But he's, you know, admittedly, he's a moody person. Yeah. So you know maybe having Rubio there helps him, um, focus or something. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I don't want to belabor that point. Uh, yeah. Well. But, uh, so the Cavs are seven and four. They play the s- surprisingly seven and three Washington Wizards tomorrow. I had no idea that they were that that I mean, good to start Beale the season as just well. Going crazy right yeah. now. Yeah. Beal. I can't remember who they got in the draft. I don't even. Know. But don't anyway, know. Uh, yeah, they welcome the Wizards to the. Romo Fijo tomorrow. Romo. <laughs> I'll never get over that. <laughs> what a that. stupid name, but I'll it's pretty funny. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be fun to see what the Cavs do. Obviously, we talked about the Browns. The Browns are going to be New England on Sunday. Big win because, it, you know, the Browns lost to the Steelers. They fell to 4-4. Four and four. If the Browns are able to beat New England on Sunday, they then come home and play the Lions the next week. So they are very – if they can win – Sunday go to six and four. They're almost assuredly going to be seven and four playing the Lions at home. God, losing to the Lions would be and then league. well yeah <laughs> and then the season is going to be decided because mm-hmm. if we get to seven and four, we play Baltimore, bye week Baltimore, we play Baltimore twice. That's in three weeks. That's Baltimore in that same three week stretch plays the Browns. They don't have a bye week there. They is play it? Pittsburgh. Oh. Okay. oh. And then the Browns again.
1: Oh, so that's basically their season, too. Potentially.
0: If it, I'll say this. If the Browns win Sunday and they can win those two Baltimore games, they're going to win the division.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they couldn't. Right. Yeah.
0: So see what happens. Sunday is an enormous football game for this team. Is it team. home or away? It's at New England. Oh, okay. It's going to be tough. But I'll say this. The way the Browns played on Sunday and the way that they obviously play when Odell is not an I. Really didn't want to bring up Odell on the podcast. Mm, I understand that, but the way that they play without him looks smoother. If they're healthy, like if Nick yeah. Chubb gets back, they can beat anybody in the NFL. Yeah. So, and the Patriots aren't this juggernaut. They just all. they're, play, not they're the playing they're playing better. They're this playing not the Tom better. Tom Brady no. So, all right. Well, that's cool. pretty much going to wrap it up for us on LOTL. This is episode one eighty six. Eighty five, eight, six. I think eighty six. Right. Eighty six. Yeah, eighty six. So. Uh, we might have some cool news coming up uh, about Ooh. a future episode in the next couple weeks. weeks. Uh, we could also possibly be getting Ryan back next week. We'll see. Uh, we're going to wish him luck. So <laughs> for his sake, we hope he's not back because that means that Benedictine wins this weekend and advances further on into the playoffs. So, if Ryan is back next Tuesday, you know that they lost. Um, but uh, we wish him luck, and uh, yeah, so that's gonna do it. All right. Uh, follow us on social media at the L O T L podcast, and we will talk to you guys next week. See ya. Bye.